Hi, and welcome to the latest CE Pro podcast. I'm executive editor Arlen Schweiger. In case you missed it, there's a lot going on at Sonos recently. They've got an updated version of their OS rolling out, the new Sonos radio service is launched, and as reviewed by senior CE Pro senior editor Bob Archer, the new Dolby Atmos compatible ARC soundbar is now available. We went behind the scenes with Colin Harwood, Sonos's marketing manager for architectural products to get all the latest details. Colin Harwood is product marketing manager, architectural products at Sonos. Thanks for joining us, Colin. I'm just thrilled to be here. Great. Well, so Sonos, it's uh, been a big last um, you know, month or so for you guys. You've had a lot of big news coming out. Um, can you just you know update us on the latest in terms of what you guys have rolled out and some of the main features? Yeah, absolutely. It's been a big month, both on the hardware and software side. Um, so to kick it off with the hardware, uh, three things in particular that we've launched. The first is the Sonos Sub Gen 3. So that's a refresh to the previous iterations of Sub, uh, most notably the internal uh, components, the processor, increased memory, all new radio architecture. Uh, but really, we knew that there's an iconic design and an iconic sound to the Sub. Uh, and so we're not going to mess with a great thing. But we did take this as an opportunity to go build on a new platform and create a new platform for us to build on well into the future. Um, similarly, simil similarly, uh, we also did something to like that to the Play 5. Uh, we took the Play 5 Gen 2 and said, here's a chance to, again, go refresh the internals, increased memory, uh, improved processor, and uh, all new radio architecture, again, to give us that platform to build on. We also took the opportunity on the Sonos 5, the all new Sonos 5, uh, to update a little bit more of the cosmetics. And so we'd made this bold design choice with Play 5 Gen 2 to put a graphite grill on a white cabinet. And so we took this as a, as a chance to update that. So it's now a uh, white grill on a white cabinet, a black grill on a black cabinet, far more subtle on the black one. Uh, on the white one, it's this really beautiful looking piece. Um, uh, but then same thing, maintained the acoustics uh, and the general design because of how, our, it's our flagship audio product. So we really wanted to lean in to how it sounds. Uh, and then last and, and certainly not least, uh, the, probably the one that I'm the most excited, aboard, excited for, uh, not just because I was the product marketing lead on it, but also because it's a really incredible product, is Sonos Arc. So that is our all new uh, 3D soundbar designed for music, movies, gaming, whatever you do in your living room. Uh, it's an Atmos enabled soundbar. So we're bringing that 3D sound uh, to, to listeners' uh, living rooms everywhere. Uh, Colin, uh, the ARC will, re will replace your existing line of soundbars. Uh, from a, a performance perspective, how will it outperform uh, the legacy soundbar products? So it, it doesn't replace all of our soundbars, just as okay. one point of clarification. So it does replace Playbar and Playbase. Uh, we are going to continue to, to uh, lean in on Beam. Beam is our smallest uh, soundbar. So for those, whether it's smaller TV applications or smaller room applications, it does replace Playbar and Playbase, uh, which will be available uh, while supplies last. Um, but it, it, it's a very different sound. Like it's tough to compare Playbar to Arc because not just has Sonos evolved and changed dramatically over those seven years since we launched Playbar. Playbar was released in February of 2013. Um, so Sonos has evolved. We've grown. We've learned a lot from the channel, from our users, uh, from experiences. Uh, codecs have changed. Technology changed. Uh, but most importantly, we've seen panels change. 
And so you think about TVs back in 2013, uh, they were far smaller. You know, now the baseline TV across the channel in the US is at least 65 inches, if not larger. And so a 36 inch soundbar started to look diminutive next to a 65 inch television. So ARC comes in at about 45 inches and it's really well designed for those 55 inch plus televisions that have started to become so commonplace. Um, the other major comparison, I already mentioned ARC is an Atmos soundbar. Uh, the fact that it is an Atmos soundbar is really uh, lends a lot of credence to the way that streaming and uh, audio through panels has evolved in the home. Uh, whether it's through the enhanced audio return channel or the implementation of the audio return channel with those panel manufacturers. Uh, and the fact that there's now more than 25 different streaming services that are uh, supporting Dolby Atmos. Um, I would say it's, I guess really what I'm getting to, Bob, is that it's a, a tough comparison play bar to ARC um, just because of how much has changed and evolved uh, in that time. In terms of the performance attributes to, uh, to some of the other updates that have come along with the sub and the play five products. Um, can you tell us about a little bit more in terms of some of the details about how those products are being improved? In sorry, um, in terms of the, um, the sub and the play five products. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of preserving the audio, right? That that's the number one goal. We know that people are very happy with uh, the audio from our flagship play five. Uh, and so we kept that. Um, we know that they're very happy with uh, the iconic sound and the iconic design of the Sonos Sub. Um, you know, nobody makes a sub that looks like ours. Uh, it's definitely become uh, noticeable. Um, but also uh, in the way it's designed, it really does blend into the room. And it's one uh, variety of design works for that. So um, one of the things as far as the internals go, though, is that we've really started to platform our products uh, in a different way. And so... Uh, in the case of say ARC, it's the same radio architecture as in Sonos Move. Um, and so we're able to kind of build off of that. Uh, in the case of five, it is the same um, uh, internal processor and uh, that you'd see in sub gen three as well. And so by platforming those products, we're able to improve our development cycle and kind of focus our resources a little bit more um, without getting too deep into the specs on each product. Uh, that's typically not how we measure products at Sonos. Um, but it is, it's, it's far more of a platform play across the board for us. Uh, Colin, how will the, uh, the newly updated sub, the five and the arc complement the new upcoming operating system that's set to release pretty soon? Yeah, June 8th is when our S2 system will go live. Um, S2, uh, just as a little bit of quick background, is the new operating system from Sonos. Uh, and that's going to be, I, I, I don't want to use the word modern. That doesn't feel uh, like it's actually giving enough credence to S1, which will be kind of the existing, is the existing um, uh, software platform. Um, but S2 really gives us this opportunity to grow, build, and develop future experiences for our clients. Um, uh, Arc 5 and uh, Subgen 3 will only be compatible with the S2 platform, but Every, the, most of our portfolio is compatible with S2. And so uh, we've announced that Play 5 Gen 1, so uh, the more square Play 5 from a couple of years ago, uh, as well as the original versions of our ZP100, um, uh, Connect Amp before 2015, uh, ZP80. So a lot of our older product will only work on S1. And so you'll see this kind of crossover S1, uh, most of the portfolio working on both S1 and S2. And then, uh, like I said, ARC 
five and uh, subgen three only working on S2. Um, uh, I started giving a little bit of background on S2. I think the most notable notable portion of S2 is that it really changes that that um, experience that we'll ultimately be able to deliver. So on day one, you won't necessarily notice any major differences. Um, except for that we deliver a high-res audio experience in the form of Dolby Atmos. And so taking that, uh, continuing to build off of that new platform and, and create new experiences is the thing that we're the most excited about to bring to uh, users and integrators across the globe. So of course, uh, Colin, a huge part of the Sonos experience is just the range of, of sources that people are able to play on their through their Sonos ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And now, um, Another thing that you guys have rolled out recently will add to that. Uh, you know, have you gotten any feedback from the market yet on the new Sonos radio platform? And if so, what can you tell us about, um, you know, what sort of uh, aspects of this service that um, users like so far? And, yeah. and also, how, how does it differ from other, you know, there's so many radio and other streaming service uh, options out there. So how does, where does Sonos radio fit into that? Yeah, for sure. Sonos Radio is a really cool one. Have either of you guys had a chance to play around or listen to Sonos Radio? Not yet. Not yet. Killing me, crushing me. Uh, well, I'll, when you do, I'll give you a recommendation. Uh, my favorite station so far has been Fat City Gumbo, which is a New Orleans theme, New Orleans eclectic themed station. Um, I happened to, my one year wedding anniversary was yesterday and we happened to get married in New Orleans. Uh, and so it, not only does that hold a deep uh, connection to my heart. It's also a phenomenal channel. Um, but it also gets into one of the things that I'll work my way backwards. One of the things that does set Sonos radio apart, uh, not only does it offer all of the local radio stations that you're used to, it also gives us an opportunity to, uh, create and develop our own owned and operated stations. So I mentioned fat city gumbo. Uh, there's also, um, there's about 30 different stations that we've curated covering a wide variety of genres. And I think one of the cool things is that it doesn't just hit uh, radio stations the way you'd expect it to. When you listen to an 80s station, you obviously get your Duran Duran, uh, but you can't forget that there is a, you know, hip hop really was started in the 80s. And so we pay a credence to the entire genre, the entire spectrum uh, of sound um, from all those, uh, those owned and operated stations. We also have the Sonos Sound System Station, which is uh, one more step kind of further through that. And that's working not just with artists to get that whole overview of, again, to use my 80s example, but also artists to actually create and curate their own station. So we've gotten some pretty incredible opportunities. Um, we have uh, Tom York put together a variety of music for us, the, the lead of um, uh, Radiohead, uh, Brittany Howard from um, Alabama Shakes. Thank yep. you. <laughs> I was spacing there for a second. Uh, Brittany Howard uh, just had a new, uh, just released a new artist station with Brittany Howard. Um, every Wednesday, we have a new artist DJ that's on for an hour uh, to, and on our signature, uh, like I mentioned, the Sound of Sound Station, which is our signature station. And so we've got some really cool uh, curation and relationships that we've been able to go lean on as far as, as what separates us. Um, it also came at an incredible moment. Um, the fact that, uh, I mean, I've been sitting here listening to more Sonos than I think I ever have before. And uh, I'm a, not just a fanboy, but obviously an employee. Um, and so to be able to have this moment of listening to Fat City Gumbo more than I would have even been able to in our office uh, has been a really awesome one for me. Great. Uh, wrapping things up, Colin, can you uh, provide us with the price points for the new products and the availability? When can 
dealers and consumers uh, get access to the new products. Absolutely. So all three products will uh, be generally available on June 10th. Um, and so that is generally available anywhere Sonos is sold. Uh, they are available for pre-order right now for dealers through our dealer portal. Uh, dealers that purchase through distribution can go to their local distributor to place orders. Um, and then also um, uh, for consumers uh, through whatever channel they, they choose. Um, we are, the price point for uh, sub Gen 3 and Sonos 5 remain the same uh, to where they were previously. So in the case of sub Gen 3, that's $699. Uh, and in the case of Sonos 5, that is uh, $499. And then Sonos Arc is at $799. So it is a little bit of a price increase over PlayBar. With all of the feature set and all of the technology that we've included, uh, we feel really proud of where we were able to land on that $799 price point. Colin Harwood, uh, you know, we've got the uh, CE Pro brand analysis coming up, and that um, should be online by the time this podcast airs. So we'll you know, congratulate Sonos uh, again for its representation this year uh, in many of the categories. And we'll look forward to seeing um, how the latest products add to that legacy. Thanks a lot for your time, Colin. It's great to be here. Thanks so much, guys.